Clue the motherfucking Don, Black Wall Music Podcast, Talk Your Shit Tuesdays. Today we're going to be reviewing Nas's new album, King's Disease 2. Tap in with me. Good morning, good morning, y'all. It's your boy Clue the motherfucking Don with the same breath in the morning medicine. Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Shit Tuesdays. We are here to talk about my boy Nas and his new album, King's Disease 2. So I'm really excited to talk about this one because, you know, he, he dropped this joint on the same day that, uh, you know, a few other things were supposed to drop, you know, like Donda. We all knew Donda wasn't going to come, but we ain't about to get into that because it's not about Kanye today. But before I start getting into any of that, I want to thank everybody for tapping in with me, listening to me, sharing my posts, liking my posts, disliking my posts, hating about my posts, talking shit about my posts. You're still talking about me, so I still fuck with you. And everybody that has purchased anything from the Black Made Collective, I really appreciate you. I do still have shirts available, both black and white and all sizes, so definitely hit me up if you are interested in purchasing one of those shirts. I really appreciate y'all. So with that being said... Nas's album, King's Disease 2. So, first initial thoughts, um, I ran the album through a couple times, a lot of times actually, but my first initial thoughts of the album is that the album is consistent. Nas is consistent. He is always going to give you pretty much a, a, pretty much a, a full album. He's going to give you a complete album. And the thing about Nas that kind of puts him above a lot of different artists, a lot of different hip-hop artists at least, well, a lot of different artists all together, honestly, is the fact that um, all the way back to his first album, he's always been putting out pretty complete albums. Um, kind of. Because it's like, as much as I want to say Illmatic was a complete album, it wasn't fully. It's a classic. It is a classic, but it was not fully a complete album. And we've kind of talked about what I consider a complete album. You know what I'm saying? You have your, uh, you have your, your, your track for the hood. You have your track for the ladies. You have your track for the uh, nostalgia. You have your track for the future. And then um, you have a bomb-ass intro. So those are the five, uh, pretty much your five. Like, you 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 should have one of all those different types of tracks. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think I might have mixed one of those up with a cross-genre cross track. Um, one of those is, is definitely interchanged out with a cross-genre track. Because I know I only have five real requirements for what I would consider is a complete album. But anyways... Um, I want to say, uh, but I mean, I might have to go back and check that because it might be Stillmatic where he actually started, you know, saying doing that. But I'm pretty sure, you know, Illmatic um, didn't have some of those, but it was still a classic album either fucking way. King's Disease 2. This is coming uh, less than a year after King's Disease 1, which we didn't know was one when it dropped. But um, yeah, less than a year ago, he dropped that album and that was actually um it was pretty highly anticipated I, honestly a lot of Nas's albums have been highly anticipated because i remember i mean do y'all remember when dj khaled like was dropping all that shit Nas album done another one dj khaled nasia like he just kept talking about Nas's album being done but we wasn't getting a fucking Nas album and I was like, what in the hell is going on? So I was really confused. And I think at that point, the last Nas album was a, was a Life is Good. And it was like really, it was really, 
it, that was a good album. That that album itself was really good, and I think that album right there was needed because that album had a lot of the tracks that gave us closure about him and Khalees. Because you know him and Khalees, they were doing their thing, and it's like you know all of a sudden they weren't, and you know he had a lot of tracks on there that you know he really hit on some of that personal shit. But that was in 2012, so we're just like, yo, where the fuck is Nas at? So next he comes up and he drops Nasir, which was uh, this is when Kanye was going stupid um and he like i think he did like what four albums um i think he did uh what uh his own dj i mean his own kid cuddy tiana taylor and Nas. so he did he did four different albums um that album personally you know saying for Nas, that was one of the first albums that i could say that i listened to of Nas's, and i actually listened to all the way through a lot of people personally did not like that album but i thought it was dope it was only like five or six tracks but I really honestly appreciated it and it made me want to go back and listen to more Nas. Now, I've always, you know, it's not that I didn't listen to Nas before, but, you know, when it came to between Jay-Z and Nas, it was Jay-Z for me. So it's like I naturally listened to more Jay-Z. So I definitely started to open up more of a category. And then my boy Hex, uh, <laughs> my bro Hex, man, he, he, he has been telling me, you know, for a really long time, like, you nigga, nigga, you need to get in on this Nas shit. And it's not that I was like, you know, he's heavy, heavy Nas. And it's not that, like I said, I, I was hating on Nas or whatever. You know, I just kind of, I chose up, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a pick a side type of situation or I made it so. Um, but back to this King's Disease volume two, um, man, he, like I said, he, he's always going to give us that consistent flow. He's always going to be, he's always going to be relevant. Um, a lot of the tracks, you know, some tracks I'm going to talk about, he's always consistently relevant what's going on. And he's always going to drop some shit that's going to make you learn something or make you think about some, something, make you think about some, something, make you think about something that you never thought about before, or, you know, even learn a new word or learn a new country or learning the meaning of a new word, like, you know, shit like that. And I feel like at one point in time, that was kind of, that was uh, frowned upon within the game. You know, people didn't really, people didn't want to fuck with Nas. They was like, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to go to school. I'm trying to listen to some hip-hop. But, you know, Nas was like, nigga, I'm still giving you that hip-hop, nigga. Don't get it fucking twisted, nigga. I'm just going to make sure your dumb ass going to learn something. And, I, and I'm saying yo in a real, you know, uh, subjective way because I was one of the people at one point. You know, I was one of the people that I didn't really want to, I wasn't trying to get no history lesson. You know what I'm saying? I know I can was cool, but... It only went as hard as whatever else was going on at the time. And it's a shame to say that. I wish we would have blasted that song a lot more. But anyways, um, top tracks on... Uh, actually, before I get into top tracks, I want to talk about some of the features. Um, so I'm only going to talk about really... Yeah, three three of the features. So um, he had this track. Um, I want to say it's called EPMD. And that's the track he had a uh, boogie with the hoodie on it, and uh, I want to say he had one other person on there as well. Uh, but anyways, I feel like you know that was really that was personally a really really dope track for me because I really like when you have those artists who bring in, you know, I call that the little homie track. I call that you know saying that's the track that you know you bring in people that, um, that. Who have been doing their thing and that have been definitely grabbing their own, you know, got their own shine. But you're just like, yeah, let me, you know, saying, let me, you know, come over here. Let me, let me, you know, let me, let me grab you some of these ears. Because all that is is giving people a new amount of um, fans or a new or a new fan base 
or different people that never probably would have listened to that music. And I talked about it with that uh, with the Tyler the Creator when I was saying um, <clears throat> Tyler the Creator and uh, and uh, Forty Two Doug. I was like, until I heard Forty Two Doug on Tyler the Creator song, I would have never thought to give that motherfucker a listen. But it made me want to give him a listen, and that's why those features are so crucial. Damn, I wonder what he paid for. But anyways, uh, that was a really dope feature. Uh, the feature with Hit Boy, um, I can't think of the name of that song. I, sh- I wrote it. I-, I think I wrote it down. Um, I guess I didn't. I wrote down a lot of sound names, but not that one. I like that joint because that was the first time I ever heard Hit Boy rap. Now I'm not really sure if <clears throat> that's a regular thing or if Nas brought that out of him because he does a lot of Hit Boy. He, he I mean, he, uh, Hit Boy produces a lot of his shit, but uh, especially as of recently. But um. You know, that was actually pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually interested to see, you know, if he wrote that, if he had somebody write it for him. Either way, his delivery was dope. He actually sounded like, you know, he could try to do a little something, something. And then lastly, and of course, for the features, the one that I have to mention because it was the one that I'm pretty sure caught everybody and put them them on their ass. The feature with Miss Lauren Hill. Like, literally, that's how I felt. When I first heard it, <clears throat> I, I really was like, nigga, you got Lauren Hill on the track? And it's not that Lauren Hill hasn't made, like, put out anything. She put out something not too long ago or was on something with somebody else, you know, within the last couple of years. But it's like, that's still a big thing. You know what I'm saying? That is still a very big feat to have actually put Lauren Hill on a song and not just a song but a hip-hop song and not just a hip-hop song but but somebody that she actually has done music with before you know what i'm saying and like Nas and lauren hill have always been a very dynamic mix because they've literally always been about the pretty much the same stuff versus just you know on the r&b side of um, one side and then the hip-hop side on something else it's always been a very similar line of educating versus falling in with the regular crowd and the one thing that i really really like i love so much about lauren hill's verse is that she addressed a lot of shit that people really were you know really were concerned with you know so i think one of the best lines that i liked that she was like um i guess they didn't know i guess they didn't know what i i guess they didn't know what i meant when i said i get out apparently it was something like that and then she said something else of um I was busy saving souls and y'all were complaining about my lateness. And that was because, you know, she wasn't showing up for shows or she was showing up late for shows and da 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 And I'm or 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 or, or the fact that it just took her so long to actually come back and, and make some heat, to make some music. And <clears throat> and it's like, you know, and she's like I said, she hits on so much. She was just like, you know, at one point I'm I'm being shunned and and people are, you know, not fucking with me or talking all this shit about me, but now y'all telling me that y'all want me around now y'all telling me that y'all need me around now y'all telling me that the game is is needing me he was like you know she was like it's crazy how that works but anyways she hadn't missed a step she hadn't missed the beat with her flow with her cadence with her 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 presence it's like i felt her when she was talking or rapping excuse me so she has not missed a beat with that at all all right, so moving on to my last segment of this King's Disease uh, review. If y'all haven't noticed, if y'all heard any of my other reviews, I'm trying my best to go into detail with some of the shit that I have to say because 
I, I feel like some of my uh, my reviews I don't really give people enough of a actual review to be able to make a decision or you know to be able to kind of fully see how I feel about it. But anyways, I'm uh, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, y'all. So top tracks, top tracks from Nas's King Disease Volume Two or Part Two. Uh, first one for me is going to be um, as I just mentioned the track Nobody with her. I mean with him and Miss Lauren Hill. That is probably one of my number one tracks. Um, the vibe of it is great. The beat is great. Um, Nas is Nas's flow is amazing. He has verse one and two, and then Miss Lauren Hill comes in for verse three, and man, it's just it's just a really 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 as dope ass melody. Um, can't really give you a topic, more so just um, introspectiveness. I think that's probably the best topic for um for 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 that song is is just introspectiveness worrying about your motherfucking self seeing who you are uh next one is going to be the pressure and that is the intro uh the intro track i really really like that song um because um y'all know how i feel about intros intros make the album they 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 lead you into what that album is going to be about and i mean literally i feel like this whole album he was applying pressure and it's like he's showing us that he is still an elite even though he's been doing this shit for 30 something years like and that's fucking crazy like he has shown me that this nigga is literally not missing a shot in the gym with none of y'all niggas you know what i'm saying like he is not the old well he is the old guy but don't get it fucking fooled he is still out here handing niggas l's um next after that i will say the moments <clears throat> um, i really like that track because that's that's like your nostalgia track I usually end up uh, gravitating toward those toward hip hop artists nostalgia tracks because I feel like regardless of if you if they're a good artist, regardless of um, if you've lived it, if you are from that area, if you're you know about that life or whatever the fuck it is, if they're a good artist, they're gonna find a way to make you feel, understand, or relate to what they're saying they're gonna they're gonna like you're gonna feel like you're there you're gonna feel like you're experiencing it if they're a good artist they should be able to paint that picture for you so that's what i really really like about nostalgia tracks and that's what i really like about this track um the moments because of course Nas, he's very dope with his words so he can definitely paint a picture after that we have epmd and that's just that bar for bar little homie track that i mentioned before it's uh the boogie with the hoodie and somebody else i really keep and i i hate that i didn't write it down but Hey, charge it to the game. Whoever that other person is, you're dope too. Um, I just can't remember your name right now. Um, yeah, but anyways, that's a really dope track. Uh, next after that, Brunch on Sundays. Um, I really, really, really like Brunch on Sundays for a few reasons. Because Brunch on Sundays, for one, is that feel-good track. Usually the feel-good tracks are always are going to be the ones I gravitate toward as well. Um, because even if you listen to that nostalgia, because sometimes the nostalgia track, sometimes it's also a sad track. Usually the most sad songs, you're not really talking about future sad shit. You're talking about shit that has already happened. You're remembering something. So nostalgia, right? So, but the, but, but, you know, the moment song wasn't necessarily sad. It was just nostalgic. So Brunch on Sundays, that feel good song, it's needed after you have that nostalgia because now you want to have that uplifting. You want something that's going to make you feel good, smile, give you those good thoughts that's the first reason why i like that song because it does do that second probably the actually the first reason i ain't gonna lie the first reason why i like it the other part was the second first here's the first reason 
because he made reference to I don't know if y'all remember, um, but I want to say it was last summer or last uh, spring. Uh, I maybe it wasn't even, no, it was no, it wasn't last. It wasn't last anything. I think it was just about four or five months ago, <laughs> maybe six months ago. There was an incident in Dallas, Texas, at True Kitchen where uh, there were some um, you know there were some patrons there, uh, and they were dancing to the music that was provided by the restaurant, and they you know started dancing on tables, twerking, and all that shit like that. And it was on the I was at a Sunday brunch. Um, and, you know, essentially, you know, Nas just made real loose mention to it. Well, real loose, but actually very specific. If you knew what he was talking about, he was just like, you know, some some standing on the turbo twerking on Sundays man, left them girls alone. They just trying to enjoy themselves. You know, he was pretty much like, you know, but he never really got too deep into how everything went down. He was just literally just saying, you know, hey, it's brunch on Sundays. We all live in life. We all having fun. And the fact that I knew what he was referencing, I really thought was dope. <clears throat> And I hope that the owner of uh, True Kitchen listened to that song. It feels like a soggy noodle over uh, saying some of the shit he said about those women. But anyways, um, then going down into my last favorite song of uh, the King's Disease Volume 2. Or I'm sorry, King's Disease Volume 2, take out the D. Is No Phony Love. Um, that is one for the ladies. You ought to have the song for the ladies. Um, you have to make sure that you include the ladies. And of course, once you become a G in the game, once you become, you know, once you either become a G or you get the blessings of the gods, you can start doing things like having Charlie Wilson featured on your albums. And, you know, and I feel like some people might be like, oh, there's some young cats that got Charlie Wilson featured. Like, I don't know, Tyler the Creator, but that's what I'm talking about. He was blessed by the gods. Nas. He's a G in the game, so he can get people like Tyler the Creator. You know, Pharrell, you know, Snoop Dogg, you know what I'm saying? Any of the motherfuckers that just got, they got multiple songs with Charlie, they're G's in the games. Um, you know, because you know um, Uncle Charlie, you know, he he comes out. And when he comes out, you know, he going to hit you with that. You know when he's there, that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We know when he, Hey, but I'm trying to tell you, when you hear that shit, like, you know what he's about to do. So don't get it twisted. And then he got that same little, that little step that he's been doing ever since he's been fucking with the, uh, with the Gap Band. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's pretty much my top tracks for King's Disease Part 2. Um, and then, uh, I'm sorry, really, really quick. My last, my, my, my favorite lines, and this is just really two quick lines, um, he was saying uh he kept saying a gossip across the belly so if you already don't know you know bouncing across the belly gossip across the belly that was a very uh very um instrumental and dope line from his uh from his uh, ether track when he was going against jay-z so uh yeah that was really dope hearing him say that shit it kind of was a little chilling because like <sighs> i definitely was team jay-z but that nigga killed that shit god damn he fucked jay-z up with that track but anyways um so that was one line and then my next favorite line he says um my picture the jordan logo for this rap shit now that right there when he said that i was like man and the fact that he's not lying his picture from illmatic is literally one of the most used hip-hop photos of all time like next to uh, next to that picture of Biggie where he has a crown or and I don't even think that picture was used that was used as much it's like I, I feel like yeah that 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 Illmatic photo is pretty much like you see it and you know you're talking about hip-hop you see the Jordan logo you know you're talking about basketball or shoes 
Hey, when you get to a level where you can pop shit like that, I mean, you're clearly, clearly in a different league. So I really appreciate y'all tapping in with me. This is Clue the Motherfucking Don Black Wild Music Podcast, King's Disease, Volume 2. Nas, you done did it again. I appreciate y'all tapping in with me. I will see y'all on Thursday. Uh, I think I'm going to do a little something special for y'all. We're going uh, we, we gonna to see what's uh, <laughs> what that hitting for. Holla at you. Black wall music. Fuck how she thought it was.